Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Don't be afraid. It's only beyond the third dimension on the Voice America Kids channel. Now, here are your frightening hosts. Thank you, and welcome to the program. We are Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emily. And I'm Madeline. Our topic today is the Salem Witch Trials. All right, so I don't know how much you know about this, but we're going to do some background information. In 1692... A town called Salem, Massachusetts, was a majorly Puritan little uh, colony. And a group of girls started gathering at the Reverend's house. Dun, dun, dun. Madeline! (laughs) Continue. (laughs) Goodness gracious. We have sound effects for that. Dun, dun, dun. All right. Anyway. Uh, They started gathering at the Reverend's house to listen to his slave, Tatuba, tell stories and these stories often uh concerned witchcraft uh, and they played uh fortune telling games well this was strictly against the puritan religion and later the girls started acting really really weird and everyone sort of found out what had been going on so in an effort to get out of trouble this is how i see it that's not the historical fact but if you ask me it was all in an effort to get out of trouble but they blamed three women who were supposed witches that had been torturing them and making them act like that. Hmm. Uh, Tituba confessed to being a witch. She said that she'd seen the devil and that there was a coven of witches in Salem. And along with her, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne were accused. Now, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne pled guilty, but they were all hung. Afterwards, the girls continued to act out, claiming that the specters of the people were torturing them. Specters? I'll explain in a minute. Okay. Okay. These people were put on trial for witchcraft. Uh, During the Salem witch trials, 24 supposed witches died. Of them, 19 were hanged, and five died and jailed or or were tortured to death. Fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a party. Mm, Sounds like Salem is a great place now, huh? Mm -hmm. Nice karma built up there. All right. Uh, Here's some vocabulary for you. A specter is a phantom. Okay. All right. That makes more sense now. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) Uh, Mads, do you have anything you want to point out before I continue with my little story? Um, not really. Any opinions on all this? (laughs) I want to hear more before I make my opinions. All right. Well, there was a particular man named Giles Corey. Okay. And he had a lot to do with the folklore behind the Salem witch trials. He was an accused witch or wizard or warlock or whatever you want to call it. Back then it was majorly just witches. So obviously this was not limited to women. Uh, There were men and sometimes even children accused of being witches. Um, So here's a little recap of Giles Corey. When accused of witchery, Giles Corey and his wife had no chance of being found innocent. Many had gone in before them and had been wrongly hung just on the basis of a few accusations. 
In Salem, if you pled guilty, the officials were entitled to the money you left behind after your hanging. Hmm. Knowing this and wanting the best for the children that he would leave behind, Giles decided to make no plea at all. <sighs> A man named Sarah, Sheriff George Corwin was in charge of taking what was left over from those he hanged and distributing the money around. If Giles pled guilty, he would make a good deal off of the death of Giles Corey. In order to drive a confession out of him, he oversaw the man's torture. Giles was laid down with a board over top of him, and stone upon stone was placed over his body until all he could do was beg for more so that death would come faster. Just seconds from his death, however, witnesses claimed that Giles placed a curse over the sheriff in the town of Salem, Massachusetts. Hmm. Yeah. In 1696, George Corwin died of a heart attack. Since then, every sheriff of Salem has either died in office or been forced to leave office because of heart or blood complications. Even today, reports of Corey's ghost seem to often be followed by local disasters of some kind. Is this pure coincidence, or is it the ultimate otherworldly vendetta of a man killed in a crazed time of accusations? You decide. Well, I can't really if I don't know what vendetta means. But Adeline, Todd. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Like, Way to kill my mood. You're welcome. <laughs> vendetta is basically revenge. Okay. But it's pretty violent revenge. Apparently. Yeah. That poor guy. Stone upon stone on the board above him. Well, that was actually pretty common because the major philosophy was that if someone was a witch, and I think this is somewhere in the Bible, but I can't cite it, but this is what the Puritans were going off of, that witchery was unacceptable, and if someone was a witch, you shouldn't suffer that they live. Hmm. Yeah. So it was pretty common for people to try to get an accusation, or uh, to get a confession out of people so that yeah. they could quickly get rid of the problem. Yeah. But if they, yeah, they die either way. Yeah, basically. Quite sad. Because even if they uh, pled innocent, a lot of times, if they would, not, they would still most be tortured to death. Yeah. <laughs> so or you can't get a guilty. truthful answer, and I hate untruthful answers like that. You know me. You know, a, f a few of them actually pled uh, guilty just so that they could skip the whole trial process. Trial process? Yeah, they oh, had to yeah, go on yeah. trial, Maddie. <laughs> well, Jake and you. No, Maddie, they don't know Seussical. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. I think we're okay. probably one of the few drama dorks that do. <laughs> well, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. This is Beyond the Third Dimension. I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. And right now we are talking about the Salem Witch Trials. Well, so, so there was this guy, George Corwin, just to recap, who was tortured to death, and now apparently there's a curse over Salem. Now you got to think about this. Maddie, what are, what are your viewpoints on curses? Curses. Well, one, it could be a lot of just mind games. Because if you believe something enough, believe that there is a curse or something, it, it usually comes true. Sort of like your case with you being getting sick right after Seussical auditions. Yeah. Do you want to explain about that one? Sure, I guess. It's not exactly a curse. No, but, uh, but it's, it's... Oh, I, I understand your falls point. falls under the mental... Right, 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 right. All right. So I do theater on top of the many things that I do. <laughs> and every time I go to audition, I get sick. 
so we can call that the Emily curse or whatever you want to call it. But um, that's what happens to me. So when I went to audition for the musical this year, I decided that I was not going to get sick until Thursday because Thursday I had absolutely nothing to do. So it was okay because I had nothing to do. I could be sick. And I was totally just kidding with myself. Well, Thursday came and I was dying. (laughs) Not literally. Just making sure you know. Thank you, Madeline. You're welcome. But I was really sick. And that happens. If you think that something's going to happen to you, things happen to you. (laughs) Like uh, when they test out certain products um, or a new medication, they have a fake pill. And then they have a like sugar pill, and then they have a real one. Um, of course, this is to the people that volunteered um, and signed stuff. But then the people that are t- that are given the pills do not know whether okay this one is right, this one is the real one, and this one isn't. So some people force themselves to they think so much that this is the right one to where they start to have the symptoms of the pill just because they believed it. Mm-hmm. That's called a placebo. Placebo. Mm-hmm. I like that word. And in their heads, something is going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they show improvement. Sometimes, sometimes they, they get actual side effects of the pill that they think that they're taking. So that's used for measurement of how well the drug works. Now, that can be applied to human psychology. Mm-hmm. But then again, you got to think about it. This was a pretty gruesome event. And if anybody believes in karma, <laughs> that would be karma. <laughs> that would be karma. No, anyway. So these witch trials went on for about a year. It didn't go on, er, it didn't go on for as long as you think it would have for 24 people to die. And, you know, now with all these big mass deaths, like it seems like when something bad happens because we're such a dense population, lots of people die. So 24 doesn't seem like such a huge number. But back then there weren't really that many people. (laughs) Yeah. And 24, I mean, that's a lot. Especially now the common belief is that there's really no such thing as witches. And a lot of those people weren't even practicing anything remotely close to witchcraft. So that's a lot of people who died for nothing. Yes, it was more of the fear and panic. Well, we're going to take a break, so keep it right here to hear more about the Salem Witch Trials. I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. And you are listening to Beyond the Third Dimension. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. 
Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Want to laugh yourself silly over the crazy happenings of the celeb world and beyond? Tune in to Behind the Mask on Voice America Kids. Your hosts will uncover the celebrities you know and love, along with some that you might not know in this country, but they are admired across the world. But it's not just the famous that need to look out. We'll look inside the music biz, stage, and of course, the big screen. Listen to Behind the Mask every Thursday at 8 p.m. on Broadway and 5 p.m. Hollywood side on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Welcome back to the program. This is Beyond the Third Dimension with Madeline Todd. And Emily Giroux. <laughs> and we just got done talking about the Salem Witch Trials. Emily, do you want to recap them on a little bit? Uh, sure. Uh, just to revise what we just got to talking about, uh, the Salem Witch Trials happened in Salem Village, Massachusetts in 1692, from 1692 to 1693. Uh, 24 supposed witches died, 19 were hanged, uh, 5 died in jail or were tortured. Uh, the girls who started this, it was just one group of girls, and they were accusing people left and right. Um, they ended up ending the Salem Witch Trials by accusing the judge's wife of being a witch. They must have been very bored. That's all I really have to say. They well, I mean, there wasn't bored. a whole lot to do in that town. No. It was very, especially because one of them was actually the reverend's daughter. Hmm. So it was very, very strict. So can you imagine the thrill behind it? I know this sounds evil, but I mean, it is a little bit evil. And in it's a, a place lot of where it's, it's so, you don't do that. Like, it just doesn't happen. Can you imagine the amount of... I mean, okay, you know when you're a little kid, how you get the little heart race thing when you do something that you know you're not supposed to do? Yes. When you're getting away with it, and it's just so great. Yes. I used to bring... Like, one time I brought pizza, and I snuck it at midnight into my room. (laughs) And I ate it as of a night snack, and then my parents found pizza stains on my (laughs) bedspread. So, yeah, that was a little rush. (laughs) Well, I mean, you can imagine, like, the first time, maybe they truly believed it. (laughs) There was this lady, uh, she was a slave, and her name was Tatuba, and she told the girls all these stories. Well, maybe the first time, you know, they really truly believed that, you know, there was a lot of prejudice, obviously, there was still slavery going on, so maybe they truly believed that this lady was a witch. But when they accused her of doing this, they got so much attention. Mm -hmm. And this is a town where you get very little attention. So it must have been just tremendously evil, 
and it must have been so tremendously easy to get away with, because all they had to do was say, yeah, they're a witch, and they're torturing us. And people, out of fear, just went along with it. So can you imagine the sheer, first of all, nerve, second of all, just demonic creepiness that goes into a mind that blows that so out of proportion that 24 people die before an end is put to it. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot I of think, imagining. I think that even more terrifying than the curse of Giles Corey would be just the brains of these little girls. How old were they? Do you know? Uh, I don't remember. I'll be completely honest, so I'm not going to spit off information that I don't know. Okay. Um, but I remember from documentaries and uh, websites that I've either watched, read about. Um, they were preteen, maybe nine plus. Oh, man. Yeah. And possibly older. So they just needed something to do. And I can't imagine. Like, they, they acted like they were possessed. They'd scream and flap around and flail and say there are, there are specters attacking me and I'm being attacked by demons. And They were little actresses. Well, were they acting? I don't know. That was the big thing. Like, were they acting? And then there was also the moral opposition. Like, do you tell them that they're liars and ignore it? Or do you try to protect them? Yeah. So you have this entire town on an edge. And I think no matter how much time passes, that history cannot be forgotten. Well, it can't. It still lives in Salem today. People remember it. It Everyone is still on end, like, thinking the certain house houses are still, like, I don't want to go there. I definitely agree, Madeline. Mm -hmm. And, you know, no matter whether or not the curse of Giles Corey is true, because of this huge historical imprint that it's left, just going there is going to make you feel creepy. Yeah. Because of how many people actually died. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the it must be really hard to get city officials, too, because <laughs> just well, even the stories, even stories scare you, like Bloody Mary and all those things. It's it scares you. And it's that's the main purpose. And just hearing about it must be really hard for those people who want to run for office in such a small town, but don't particularly want to do it in that town. Oh, Definitely. <laughs> You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emily. And I'm Madeline. Uh, we are all done talking about the Salem Witch Trials because right now we have a little tidbit in the news. Dun, dun, dun. Recently, um, some strange lights occurred in the sky over Utah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's actually quite fun. Just placing a dun, dun, dun in the middle of a sentence. <laughs> Should try it sometime. Other than what you just did. All right. All right. Yeah. So, in the UFO sighting, or that's what they call it, the lights, um, there were three of them. Mm hmm And they were particularly red, and they were just hovering there. Um, there's a couple people that got it on film. One that they mentioned in the news was not the best quality one. I saw another one that was much better. But... 
After a period of time, one of the red dots dropped what looked like to be spinning white ones. Like, I think I saw three. They only mentioned it as one, but on a different video, I got a close-up of three. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so this was over American Fork, Utah. A local resident uh, gave some input on this and is quoted saying, I don't believe in extraterrestrials. I noticed over the roof of the garage a red light and a white light, and the red light isn't flashing like an airplane light does, so that drew my attention to it. Uh, out of the red light comes like a firework, the phosphorescent silver. It's coming down out of it, and I thought, okay, I've never seen that before. Hmm. So that was a quote from a lady there. Um, and you got to think. The first thing you got to think about, what's a UFO? Maddie, what does UFO stand for? Unidentified, <laughs> unidentified flying object. Do you believe in unidentified flying objects? Yes, because there's things that you can't identify that fly, and they're objects. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No, no, no. It's just a piece of rock that I threw through there. We'll see. We just haven't proven it yet. Unidentified <laughs> flying object. Now look. Maybe space saucers or flying spaceships or flying saucers. You know, maybe those are correlated with aliens. Uh, UFO? Not so much. UFO means unidentified flying object. So whether these were balloons or blimps, because you don't know what they were, they're UFOs. Yeah, they are. So there were UFOs over Utah. Um, a local airport said that there was nothing unusual in the sky that night. So it's unidentified. Uh, they don't admit to anything going on. So they said that there was no testing. They also said that they didn't see anything. So officially, nothing happened. That's the official yes. uh, from airport military officials. But there are several videos of this occurring. <laughs> One of the videos was quite funny. It did get a good close-up and as I was watching it I was trying to come up with things in my head um one of the men a man that was interviewed in the other video he had t military experience and he said it couldn't have been a flare because they shot out from sides um and you could definitely hear it and it wasn't a helicopter because you would hear it and it was just hovering there so I was trying to cancel out any other possibilities or prove any other possibilities. And it was quite funny because as I thought of something, the guy on the other video would think of it too. <laughs> Not exactly the same, but he thought of blimps. Um, he thought of, he was like, you know, we're probably being bombed right now, but we should probably not be filming this because we're about to die in two seconds. <laughs> Madeline. Apparently they're not dead though. Madeline. Emily. I love you dearly, but your thoughts are starting to come out of your mouth as unidentified flying objects. <laughs> But you identified them as thoughts. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> if you want to read more on this article, uh, it's archived on abc4.com. You can also find it on aolnews.com under weird news. <laughs> weird news. It is quite weird. And I would highly suggest it because I think that it's a well-written, informative article. Uh, there's two videos on there um, chronicling not only this sighting in Utah, but previous sightings in Utah as well. Hmm. Well, we're going to take a break right now. So I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Do you believe in the supernatural? Well, some do and some don't, which is why Beyond the Third Dimension looks at both sides. You have one host who believes in ghosts, while the other can't think of anything more ridiculous. Put them together and you get some great discussion and some real discoveries and exploration of the paranormal, and then some. Tune in to Beyond the Third Dimension, airing Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. And try not to be afraid of things that go bump in the night. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids face very tough and very real issues every single day. It can be bad. It can be ugly. Now there's something good that can help. Tune in to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll discuss the issues and provide solutions and connections to solutions that you will be able to use. Our show goes right to the heart of today's kids and beyond. Your parents will probably want to listen in, too. The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly airs Mondays at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 Eastern on Voice America Kids. You just love your pets. But sometimes they can get to be a handful. And just when you think you have them under control, that's when things get, well, crazy. For help, tune into Paul's Around the World. You'll get the inside secrets on keeping your pet the friend it's supposed to be, along with stories to keep you warm and fuzzy. Listen Fridays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Kids. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Hey, you're back on the program. This is Beyond the Third Dimension, and I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. Hopefully we'll stay that way. Mm, I'm not sure. I'm thinking about getting my name changed to Thomas. Oh, well, nice to meet you, Thomas. I'm Madeline. I said I'm thinking about it and say I was going to oh, do it. Oh, okay, fine then. All right, Maddie, well, we take just, it away. Yeah, we just got talking about uh, UFOs, unidentified and flying objects, and the occurrence in Utah with some identif- unidentified flying lights that were just hovering there. But we kind of want to change it back to a more on-the-ground type paranormal experience. So... Emily, you know how there's a bunch of skepticism on ghosts versus ghouls versus poltergeist and demons? Versus nothing at all. Yes, exactly. Uh Uh-huh. I know that very well. Okay. So my uncle, he is actually, he's more of my cousin though. He is a pastor within, in Texas. And he, I asked him for some advice because I couldn't, I'm not good at looking things up in our Christian Bible about those things. Okay. So what we're going to get from you right now is, now, is he a Baptist pastor? 
Yes. Okay. Isn't he? Yes. He is. Okay. (laughs) So he is a Baptist pastor. and All right. So we're going to get a little bit of the religious uh, Christian viewpoint on what a ghost is, right? Yes. All right. I'm interested. You've got my ears. So in 2 Corinthians 5.8, it mentions that you are to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Um, And in the Bible, it clearly says that there is no in-between. There is either heaven or the other one. (laughs) But so you basically, well, you aren't. What is the word you're searching for, my darling? It's just one or the other. Okay, so there's no gray area. Is there's that what you're saying? no gray area. The ghost hunters and adventurers that search for the ghosts, um, their main belief is that it's a person who died unexpectedly, or a being that died unexpectedly or tragically. Whereas in the Bible, it has said that God, there is no unexpected for God. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's either. He knows it's going to happen, but it. some belief is that the spirits are what's troubled, and they're confused, but it's not their decision in the Christian Bible that where they go. Mm-hmm. In, the, in the Bible, it says that it's only up to God. But could they decide to try to rebel against that? I mean, I'm personally a Christian, and I'm trying to mm-hmm. be, but I'm trying to be objective here. Um, is it possible that... I mean, I know according to Christian beliefs, it's easy for people to stray from God in life. Yes. So why not moments after death stray from God and try to cling to earth? Well, I don't know the whole time concept when you're dealing with heaven, but I don't even know if there is time exactly. The seven days that he used to create the earth could have been years for us, for all we know. Uh, So maybe... It could have been a long time after their death where they do rebel, but that is when they are considered demons. They are fallen angels, um, and their only purpose within Second Corinthians 11 to 17, 11, 17 through 15, um, is that they are deceptive, disruptive, and evil. So poltergeists. Well, or are we talking just complete demons? Well, as the Bible says, um, there is only demons pretty much that's the overview whether you want to call them ghosts or poltergeists um that's their only purpose is to deceive and whether whether they choose to take the form of the positive ones that are trying to get you to listen to them um give you informations about the people that did die in that particular area they are the ones that are still demons. Okay. So whether they choose to be angry or not. All right. Is that all you got? No, actually. All right. Well, go ahead then. <laughs> so there is an occurrence within the Bible of Mark 5, 1, where a legion of demons possessed a man to haunt a graveyard. Um, and this is the closest thing to a demonic possession within the Bible that we are able to find. But... Um, it's just a normal guy. No ghosts involved. As it says, it's just the demons choosing to take that form. Okay. Uh, you're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm Emily. 
right now, and I'm Madeline, and right now we're talking about the Bible view of ghosts, demons, poltergeists, um, and all that. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm actually believing more of the Bible. Um, right, and that's understandable. Yes. I think I'm going to remain neutral on that subject. That is um, all right. I think that, well, I'm remaining neutral, so I don't really think much about it. Um, I think that there's a lot of different things that a lot of different religions think about what paranormal activity, like, really is. And in the Bible, you're right, it doesn't mention spirits of people. It does mention people coming back from the dead. Mm -hmm, Which would explain the fallen angels. Well, no, it... In the Bible, Jesus raised a man from the dead. Oh, okay. And I can find you that first. Next time we do a show. Mm, okay. Well, it's completely within their power, though, as demons, because um, they are very powerful, to be able to get the information of how the people died and their life and impersonate them. And that's it's kind of a creepy thought, though, is that's all they're doing is playing a part and leading people into these locations, which we're going to be doing, (laughs) and deceiving them, making them think that, oh, yeah, these are people that died here, which I kind of feel bad for my own mental thought is because that's what I used to think. I felt so bad for the people that died in places, and I had no idea what was going on within the fourth dimension that I wanted to help and get them to heaven or something, but I can't do that. And now that I know this, it's just, it was a thing to lure me in. Okay. Uh, Maddie. Yes. May I speak freely here? Go ahead. All right. Unless you want to call me something. Oh, of course I won't call you anything. Good. Well, maybe out of sarcasm, but not about this, because (laughs) you're not joking, so I'm not going to do that. Um, I think that, only God knows. Personally, that's what I think. I think it's a different religion. Maybe it's no people know. Maybe they don't believe in God. Maybe they believe in several gods. But, you know, according to mine, only God knows. And the Bible is called the Word of God, but people wrote it. So while it's a very, very valid position, and I understand why you believe that, I want to keep an open mind because there's still human fault involved. As in? Well, what I'm saying is God didn't take a pen and write the Bible by himself. Yes, of course. But um, we wouldn't have this information if people were just writing. All right. Well, anyway, Um, uh, in many different religions, people wrote their holy books. Mm -hmm. And in many different religions, there's a lot of different things to say about ghosts. Now, I know specifically in the Buddhist Ooh, Buddhist or Hindu. I think it's the Buddhist religion. Um, They believe in multiple lives. And if you do something bad, you come back as a ghost. So to the Hindus, that's what they believe about ghosts, is that they are people's spirits. Now, there's something that's completely unrelated to religion, which I talk about a lot, uh, which is residual hauntings, which has nothing to do with spirits or demons at all. It's just sort of a fingerprint that hangs around so things replay 
because we pick up on energy that's left behind. Mm -hmm. What I don't quite get, though, is if you're gone, if your body's gone and your spirit's gone, how there could be a fingerprint. I mean, energy, unless there is something involved that's slightly evil, it is... Mm, Time is relative, Madeline. It's it's not an exact thing. Time doesn't exist. You realize this. Yes. Something to dwell upon. Just think about it. Think about it. It'll I'm not come talking to you. about time. I'm talking well, about I'm talking about time. remains of a person. I mean, you're either there or you're gone. Right. But the memory and things that happened in the past are not gone. Yeah. They live on in other people, but and history does not repeat itself. It rhymes. But I don't think an actual thing. Mwahaha. Like, <laughs> well, I do. Person. <laughs> well, we're going to take a break. So and if you want to hear more on this conversation, keep it right here. I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. The Terrence Rogers Show will take the world by storm. The topics are sometimes newsworthy, sometimes personal, as we explore fashion, entertainment, art, and more. Host Terrence Rogers has seen a lot of life experience in his few years of life. It's this experience that allows him to bring a fresh perspective to the table, and he holds nothing back. Tune in to The Terrence Rogers Show every Monday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You'll laugh, cry, and most importantly, this show will reach out and touch your life. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. What is Take Two? Take two crazy hosts, put them in front of two microphones, and use your two ears to enjoy the fun. Times two. Take Two. We'll go back, way back to the favorite TV shows of our childhood. Your parents' childhood. Um, no. Uh, try again, Chris. Take two. We'll take you back to the favorite TV shows of our generation, past and present, and apply them to what's going on in our own lives. Trust us, it'll be a blast. Tune in to Take Two every Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Kids channel. There is so much going on in the tech field. The Technology Show is here to sort it all out so that you know exactly what you need to get and what you should avoid. In this age of cell phones and text messaging and new discoveries every single day, you need to be informed. We'll bring you previews of new products, technology news, and help you make the right decision when you are out there buying that new MP3 player, cell phone, or mobile device. Don't do a thing until you've tuned in to The Technology Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. What are some of the issues that kids face every day? You'll find out when you tune into the appropriately named Today's Kids. Your hosts are here to open the doors to a forum of all kinds of issues. Nothing is off the table here, and because it's on the Voice America Kids channel, you know you're getting a kid's perspective. Tune in every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Today's Kids. Your hosts will lead this forum of engaging conversation on Voice America Kids. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? 
How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Beyond the Third Dimension on Voice America Kids. Are you scared yet? Welcome back to the program. You are listening to Beyond the Third Dimension. I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. (laughs) And we just got done talking about the Bible view of ghosts, demons, poltergeists, and how it says that it all falls under just the works of demons. Mm-hmm. Whether it they choose to take on the deceptive, well, it's all deceptive, but the positive form, trying to give people information, or the crazy, I'm going to throw this across the room type. Right. Um, you know, I really, despite my arguments... I really feel like that's a very valid point, and if you want to stick to that, I commend you for this. Cool. <laughs> However, I'm going to keep an open mind. Okay. Because I I don't want to say that I know everything, because as soon as I say that, then something's going to blow my mind. I don't know, know anything. I, I know, I know. I, I, I just, just, I don't ever say that I know anything for sure. Mm-hmm. And that's just my personal philosophy, and I would not wish that upon anyone, because sometimes it's a really weird way to live. But, um, you know. I can argue everything. But, you know, this mindset, though, um, of what I've been talking about, it also might help us during our ghost adventure hunts things. In what way? Um, (laughs) I was thinking of it like this. And instead of being slightly scared or even scared at all, it would be more of a cool thing as in, like, seeing what form they're going to take, seeing what what smells we're going to smell like the cigars in the hotel and it's more it's like a history lesson to me yeah and that's how i'm going to take it and it would it kind of helps you cope almost and it's more interesting when you're not completely scared you know definitely but you know what i've decided to do be scared no i'm not just well probably be scared had a little corner um, shaking Maddie, stop. rocking back and Maddie, forth stop it <laughs> we had this conversation <laughs> exactly refer back to our first episode if you feel so inclined <laughs> um i've decided i'm not going to take a view on or standpoint on anything okay i'm just gonna learn as much as i can and not believe a single word of it okay <laughs> i'm just kidding maybe i'll believe everything simultaneously see how that works out <laughs> but i'm gonna try out this whole less i'm right and you're wrong kind of standpoint see how that works out for me and how long that works out i give it about five minutes <laughs> so you're just gonna be going around and trying to sleep when we're in jerome oh and yeah you're gonna jerome. have that fake cat jump up or not fake cat i meant ghost, ghost cat, cat. <laughs> jump up on the bed next to you and meow in your ear or something like that you know and then just be scared based on the whole ghost or demons theory yes um at first i was afraid of a ghost cat now i'm kind of afraid of a demonic cat thank you madeline <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> well, that is an interesting point 
Oh, demons taking the form of cats. Gross. Don't talk to me about this. <laughs> Too late. Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> cats are gross. They, like, clean themselves with their tongues and they make you do stuff for them. I'm serious. Did you know that cats purrs? They, like, mimic the sounds. Like, it triggers the same thing in your brain that baby crying oh, does. So then you feel all bad for them. So that's why they rub against your leg and cry when they want food. Or purr, I mean. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. They're creepy. Makes sense though. But they're now, now, now you're trying to tell me the cats <gasps> are demons. You see why I'm but, reluctant to but, completely side with you because this is weird and creepy. But <laughs> you made me have a connection. It also goes to the part of trying to be deceptive and leading oh, you goodness, on. Oh goodness, what bridge are we crossing? <laughs> because if they trigger the same emotions of you want to help them, it's sort of like those other ghosts and spirits that are making you feel bad for the way they died. Do you get what I mean? Repeat. You want to help them. Repeat in okay. smaller words. Like, make okay. it as short as you can. Concise speaking. The very sad deaths of people. Okay. And how demons take on the history of those people. It makes you feel sad for them. Okay? It makes you want to help them. Same with the cat. If it's a, if it's a cat that's left behind as a spirit, and it is triggering those emotions of sadness... Or normal cats that are just it's, creepy. It's deceptive. It's making you intrigued and leading you on. Well, you know, I just said that I wasn't going to take sides. <laughs> but if we're talking about cats being demonic, I think I'm going to side with that one. Okay. I Fine. mean, if you have cats, I mean, like, no offense to you. <laughs> I, I've met, like, two cats that I liked in my lifetime. And, you know, tigers are great as long as they're not eating me and... Cats are demons. What? Who said that? <laughs> so this is Beyond the Third Dimension. I'm Madeline. I'm Emily. And we're not talking about demonic cats. No, we're not. I just got on a tangent about that. <laughs> well, I mean, their eyes are kind of weird. They don't, they're not like normal eyes. They have that <gasps> slant in the middle, which I don't quite get. I think it's to help them see in the dark. But which would be creepy because of the ghost cat and jerome oh gosh i wonder if the ghost cat can see in the dark <laughs> i wonder if tacos can see in the dark <laughs> oh, yeah, i really want a taco right now i wonder if tacos are demonic <laughs> That'd be welcome awkward. to our show <laughs> well at least you know uh we have some otherworldly personalities <laughs> and we're not just robots telling you what you shouldn't all right anyway leave. jerome <laughs> It'll Jerome, be, Jerome, Jerome. Yeah. It would be quite weird if that Jerome cat went in the bathroom. I would not Can like Can we stop talking about the cat? cat? In the Please. Hey, it's a part of Jerome. But okay? I don't want to talk about the cat anymore. Well, we're going to be going to Jerome. Okay, thank you for not talking. City in Arizona. Cat. <laughs> City in Arizona. That is supposedly haunted. And we're going to be staying in the Grand Hotel, which has the most activity. Um... We, we are not sure, quite sure, right now on what floor it's going to be on or when we are going, but we'll keep you updated. And we are going to go. Be staying on the second <laughs> floor, actually. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We're going to be staying on the second floor. Um, See, and it we should be kept you bunches and noodles of fun. We kept you updated. I told you. I did. Maddie is not just being silly. I just got a random news flash of noodles. Madeline, noodles have nothing to do with anything. You said noodles of fun. Oodles of fun. Oh, I thought you said noodles. Okay, anyway. Sorry, I wasn't using my noodle. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're also going to be going to an abandoned high school in Jerome. The basement, to be exact. And in this high school, a friend of Perry Damone, who uh, does some of the producing of, or all of the producing of our show, um, he has a friend who was filming some things down there and was taking some test shots and actually caught a picture of an alleged spirit. And in the picture, it was a girl, at least it looked like a girl. And in further examination, there was like a bone leg, not exactly like a pirate bone leg, arg, but like her skin was eaten away or something to where it was just bone. And then she had no arm. Quite weird. But um, Emily noticed, and my mother, who also saw the picture and was a skeptic too, but they noticed that there was a shadow on the picture. And now I'm quite quite skeptic because maybe it manifested enough to make a shadow or not. But the story goes that there was only him in the basement. This uh, desperately clings to my imagination right now. And it's like reeling me in and I'm super excited to go because I've been so like torn apart, especially with that particular story. Because I super duper want to believe it because it's such a cool picture. But I might not. So I can't wait to go see for myself. Yes. You're just going to have to wait and hear what happens because we are definitely going to be recording and filming our experience so if we hear anything see anything um, we're also going to be taking pictures you will be able to experience it too absolutely everything will be shared with you yeah even our screams Ooh, you might want to turn the volume down on your computer for that one i don't scream so much so it'll be more of you Um, madeline emily you're crossing the line into the fourth dimension and in oh. the fourth dimension, there's thunder we and lightning. And since you can't see me, it's my right fist and my left fist. Oh, I thought it was your Don't left worry and about your it. right, I, I, not the other way around. No, I'm it was sorry. right and left. Don't worry, Maddie, I can't throw a punch. I wouldn't worry about it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what's coming up. And I super urge you to listen into the show uh, in the very close future to hear all about that. Maddie, are you ex- as excited as I am? Yes, I quite am. And I hope any ghosts demons or cats fallen angels or or cats <laughs> are excited too because uh we're I, ready for them i just had a nerve <laughs> emily's nerve oh those are gone don't worry about it <laughs> well, after a certain point i love you no matter what you say cool so we'll see how well that goes at your all right <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today this was beyond the third dimension you are listening to Emily Giroux and Madeline Todd. Keep it right here. Tune in next time. We've had too much freaky fun this week. Join us for another discussion next week on Beyond the Third Dimension on the Voice America Kids channel. Tonight, make sure the doors and windows are locked extra tight. Listen, the later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today.